Hey, welcome to Something About Astrology. This is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Woo. Today is August 29th. Yeah. How is everyone enjoying all this earth energy out there? Are you loving this stuff or are you not loving it so much? Uh, kind of depends on what's going on in your chart. Uh, the sun has been in Virgo, I don't know, for a couple of weeks now. And the moon has been in Capricorn the past couple of days. So with all this earth energy, if you're a water sign, you might not like it so much. Mm. There's a lot of reality out there, a lot of paperwork, checking the fine print, being held accountable, all that kind of boring earth stuff, which is necessary for our society, of course. But let's say if you're like a, a Pisces or a Cancer, especially the last couple of days, maybe it's felt a bit rigid and cold to you. Uh, hopefully not, but if it has, some relief is in sight. Mm. Uh, Saturday evening, the moon will be going into Aquarius, and Aquarius energy is just kind of like, hey... Let's just be in the moment and have a good time and think about what's possible and not get bogged down with what have I accomplished in my life, where am I going, yeah. all that stuff that can make us a little uh, down in the dumps. So, um, yeah, but with this earth energy, you know, maybe you're getting some stuff done, maybe you're getting organized, that kind of thing. It is good for that. Okay. But again, if it's just too much in the box thinking, too much reality, don't worry. It's going to be lightening up a little bit. And then next week, we're going to have a full moon in the sign of Pisces. So that'll be awesome, too. Um, but again, just kind of speaking to the Capricorn energy that's out there and that will be staying with us for the remainder of this year, basically, with Saturn being in Capricorn, it just it favors old energy. There's no getting around it. So the people who are in charge, uh, they have the upper hand for now. So for those folks out there who are like, hey, listen, we need some big revolutionary type changes, those are coming because once Saturn goes into Aquarius, in December of this year, and then definitely once Pluto goes into Aquarius in 2023, we are going to be seeing some massive changes for the better, mm. uh, f changes that focus on humanity and what's best for humankind as opposed to, you know, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to what's going on right now. But what is going on right now, you know, every action is important, of course, and it is leading to these big changes. Part of Capricorn energy is that it it just never quite feels secure. Capricorn energy is all about safety, being cautious, checking, double checking, checking again, triple checking, quadruple checking. Mm. But at the same time, I feel that this Capricorn energy is preparing us for this big leap we will eventually be making here in the next few years. And it just wants to make sure it just wants to make as sure as possible that we are ready for it. Um, but again, if things aren't quite happening as quickly as you might like them to have faith, uh, it's not going to be staying this way forever. Um, but anyway, that's down the road. As far as this weekend goes, as I mentioned, the moon will be going into Aquarius Saturday night. And so it'll, that's tonight. That's tonight, yeah. 
and it'll be there for a couple of days and an Aquarian energy is air energy so hopefully if you have been feeling a little stifled and and literally like having trouble uh, breathing the last couple of days because you just feel the walls are closing in on you kind of thing the Aquarian energy will be that ah I can take a deep breath now and not everything is as important as uh, as it's been made out to be kind of mm, thing. Okay. So that'll be with us Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We have a full moon in Pisces on Tuesday, September 1st. And they say the Piscean moon is good for healing. So if you do have actual physical wounds, I guess it's good for that. If, you, if it's more of a mental, spiritual healing that needs to be done, uh, the Pisces moon is great for that. Uh, Pisces does oppose Virgo. You know, we are in Virgo. And Virgo energy is fantastic. All energy is great. Uh, Virgo energy can be a little rigid. It's not the most... um, Virgo doesn't necessarily lead with the heart. That's not to say that Virgos aren't caring. They certainly are. But Virgo, because it's an earth sign, is always going to be more concerned with food, shelter, clothing first, and then feelings after that. But Virgo is more focused on the material things of life and making sure that those things are taken care of, which are, of course, incredibly important. But with the Pisces moon on Tuesday, Pisces is all about feelings. And so if, if you feel like the people around you haven't been particularly kind of late, you might be surprised and, 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 and get, get that love that you, that you need mm. on Tuesday, September 1st. Um, short term, I'm looking at Sunday now, which is tomorrow, August 30th. Might be some intensity there. We have Venus opposing Pluto. Venus is the sign of love, good times, good feelings, easygoing energy. Pluto is the is death and rebirth, intense energy. Um, so those two are going to be at odds. Uh, also on Sunday, we have Mercury opposing Neptune. Mercury is the planet of communication. Neptune, which rules Pisces, can be very confusing kind mm-hmm. of energy. So with Mercury and Neptune opposing, you might not be getting the full story about something. The truth might not quite be the truth. <laughs> it might be a, something else. And also on Sunday, we have the moon <clears throat> squaring Uranus. And Uranus is the planet of surprises and sudden changes. So maybe there will be a surprise on Sunday. The moon is more, of course, interested in balancing out our feelings. How do we feel? Do we feel at ease? And Uranus is about shaking things up. So any foundation we have emotionally might get a little shake up on Sunday. But it could also be for the better. Who knows? Uh, Sunday is in tomorrow. Sunday is in August 30th, tomorrow. Uh, Tuesday, September 2nd. You know, that's the, the other thing. Venus is going to be getting rocked a little bit here over the next several days. And again, Venus is good for diplomatic kinds of communication. Mm. When Venus is having a difficult time, we as humans can have a difficult time communicating with each other. We might take things personally. We might misinterpret something. And we might not just, we just might be a little more impatient with each other when, when Venus is having a tough time, when it's being stifled. Uh, for example, Tuesday, Venus is opposing Saturn. And Saturn is the planet of structure. It's also the planet of limitations. And Venus opposing Saturn's not particularly touchy-feely, happy-go-lucky energy. 
And then on Friday, Venus is squaring Mars. And, and Mars is a planet of action. And Mars is already forming a square with Saturn. So our energy, our drive, our actions in general, maybe you've been feeling a little bit stifled of late. Mm. And that's unfortunately going to continue, at least the Mars-Saturn square will be continuing to some degree or another through basically all of September. There will be certain days where it's more intense than others, but it's going to kind of be with us for a while now, for about a month. Now, with Venus square Mars, that aspect's not going to last longer than a day or two, really. But, um, yeah, it's just, ugh, there's so much going on, and, and everyone is really, there's so many of us who are ready for a change, and that change is coming, but just where the planets are at the moment, it's not going to be coming right away. So a lot of the rest of this year is going to be an exercise in patience. And it's not necessarily going to be easy because with Mars going retrograde on September 9th, yeah, we're going to be feeling maybe a little more aggressive and maybe a little more sensitive. And there might be that desire to act out or to tell someone, you know, to go F themselves, what have you. But uh, it's going to be a, a test in, in patience. So um, I don't know. But what's, another, what's something good to look forward to here? <laughs> Let's see, we got, we got Saturday, September 5th. Okay, Saturday, September 5th, the, the planet Mercury will be going into Libra. So we, we've had Mercury in Virgo, which didn't last very long. It's, it's only going to be Mercury, Mercury will only have been in Virgo for about three weeks. And then it's going to go into Libra on September 5th. And with Mercury going into Libra, Libra energy is all about Venus. Venus does rule Libra. So Libra energy in forms of communication is going to be more about manners and being polite. Virgo, Mercury and Virgo, I, I love because it's, it's direct it's, with its communication. It's blunt. It'll tell you like it is. But at the same time, it can be a little... Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you just want a little, um, what's uh, some more comforting sort of a uh, communication. Um, and and Libra is going to bring that. It'll bring a little more lightness, I guess is what I'm going for, to uh, to conversations. So that's something to look forward to, I guess, Mercury going into Libra. So put that on your calendar and base your entire life around <laughs> that this uh, over the next week or so. All right. So anyway, let's jump into our Ask a Scorpio segment of the show. As I mentioned at the top, Almy is a Scorpio. I'm a Sagittarius. I'm not a Scorpio. But ever since mm -hmm. I learned that I have a Scorpio midheaven a couple weeks ago, I have been identifying as a Scorpio. And I almost thought about asking this question myself to mm. see how I would interpret this through the eyes of a Scorpio. But, you know, this is Almy's segment. This is Almy's time to shine. So oh. I would never want to take that away from her. Oh. So the Ask a Scorpio segment of the show is about getting Almy's perspective on life from the viewpoint of a Scorpio. And Almy, we've been talking about this show. Well, we talked about it this morning, a little bit yesterday. It's called Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. And, you know, most of Hollywood is still shut down. There isn't a lot of stuff in production. And people are getting antsy for new programs. And people are antsy to get back on set. And Almy, yes. uh, they've been announcing the new contestants for this upcoming season of Dancing with the Stars. 
Who do you like? Who do you think is going <laughs> to take home that dancing trophy? Wow, thanks, Chris. Well, they haven't announced all of them. They've released some of the contestants, not all. We know Caitlin Bristow, who was the Bachelorette a few years ago, is competing. AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys. Anne Heche. Jesse Metcalf, and there was a Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis, Vernon former Davis. NFL player Vernon Davis. Yeah, I don't know much about sports, so I kind of blanked. Um, so that's, I think those are the only people we know of that are confirmed so far. Um, I I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see what will happen. I think AJ will be good. I don't think he'll get very far. Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys competed a few seasons ago and lost against Bindi Irwin, Steve Irwin's daughter. So being in the Backstreet Boys does not guarantee success. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm interested to see Anne Heche dance because, you know, why not? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I am hoping, though, that they will announce someone who I am more excited about. No disrespect to these celebs. Um, as you know, I am a fan of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Caitlin, I go, I run hot and cold with her, to be honest. But I think she'll be a good dancer. She has a background in dance, which some people say is cheating. Um, I say, you know what? If you're on Dancing with the Stars, take whatever advantage you can get. If you have a dance background, oh, unless it was Heather Morris. When they had Heather Morris from Glee competing on the show, I did think that was unfair because she is a professional dancer and worked as a professional backup dancer for some major stars. And I think that is sort of questioning, well, what is the show even about? Like, you know, anyway, that was a tangent. I can talk about reality TV all day as long as it's like the competitive reality TV, like Dancing with the Stars, Top Chef. Like, I don't watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, so I can't really, or like the um, the Housewives, you know, so I can't really comment on lifestyle reality TV. But for competitive reality TV, I am all for it. I only wish you'd watch the season when Ralph Macchio competed. Yeah, I do remember that Ralph Macchio did compete on Dancing with the Stars one season. And people who know me do know that the movie The Karate Kid has a very special place in my heart. And as long as we're talking about that, yeah. big congratulations to the TV show Cobra Kai, which is the number one show on Netflix right now today. Ooh. It was released on Netflix on Friday. It used to be on YouTube. And now it's on Netflix. And it's a great show. And uh, not to go, I don't know. I don't want to like make things sound too important, but you know, hey, it's the Karate Kid, and I love the Karate Kid, so I will find importance in it. Yeah. But I think this show does a pretty good job of addressing. I'll just throw it out there: liberals versus conservatives. I think it does a fantastic <laughs> job of showing that both sides have decent points. Sometimes both sides are not that great in certain areas. And some sides have deficiencies big time in certain areas. But uh, watch the show, Cobra Kai. It will change your life. Emily, back to Dancing with the Stars. Yes. You might have mentioned this, but who is the current host and, and co-host oh. of Dancing with the Stars? There have been some changes. There has been a shakeup. It used to be Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews. And then in this most recent season, it was announced that they were just sort of unceremoniously fired to be replaced with Tyra Banks. And, oh my God, I want to call him Carlton. He has a name, Alfonso Ribeiro, who also competed on the show and won. They are now the hosts. So that will be interesting. I haven't watched Tyra since the early days of Top Model. 
not even like the early days, like the mid days of Top Model. All I know is the show reached a point where I was like, you know what, I got to bounce. And I don't remember what that point was. Um, but yeah, it's going to be Tyra Banks and Alfonso. And I think they'll be great. I will miss Tom. He was always there with the wholesome jokes. Um, but I am excited for Dancing with the Stars, and I don't care who knows it. Anyone who looks down on reality TV as, in terms of like a character flaw, like if you personally think less of someone for watching Dancing with the Stars, I think that says more about you than it does about them because it's not that serious. And on Monday nights, um, sometimes I really just want to be able to watch something that will delight me and I don't have to keep up with a plot and I can just have fun. And that's what that show is for me. Um, you with your Scorpio midheaven. Yeah. I can bounce this question to you. Sure. I mean, are you looking forward to anyone on Dancing with the Stars? Yes, uh, from the perspective of a person with a Scorpio midheaven, I'm definitely looking forward to Anne Heche. Yeah. She is someone who is interesting and who is going to bring something unpredictable. I think that's always a good thing as far as entertainment goes. And, you know, and that was good. I'm glad you were sticking up for reality TV. I know that this country especially champions reality TV. Our president is the star of a former reality TV show. Yeah, and I'll say it. When The Apprentice first came out, I loved it. It was fun. It was silly. Great cinematography of New York City. That first season, I didn't know what was going to happen. None of us knew. That was fun, you know? So, yeah, this country, you, you have a point. We do champion reality TV. Yeah, and hopefully we also champion Cobra Kai. Seasons one and two currently <laughs> streaming on Netflix. They have not uh, announced a series three release date yet, but I believe it's been filmed. I believe they got the the, uh, the series or the season shot before everything was shut down. Just to be clear, though, this is the Karate Kid TV show. Yeah. In case you're not sure. Like, this is picking up from the original 80s movies, The Karate Kid, with them as adults and what they're doing now in the Valley in, you know, L.A., so I just want to make that clear. I don't know if we really explain what Cobra we didn't. Kai is. We didn't. And I've never seen The Karate Kid, and I really like the show, which is weird. The show is, they say it's better than it has any right to be, and it really is. So I've been enjoying it as well. It's uh, just a phenomenal show. <laughs> I've watched season one twice. I'm watching season two for the second time. And it's amazing. So that is the Ask a Scorpio segment of the show. One Woo! last thing. Ralph Macchio, the star of The Karate Kid and Cobra Kai, is a Scorpio as well. Yes! So happy early birthday to Ralph Macchio, even though your birthday is not for probably two and a half months. But, you know, when it comes, we'll be thinking about you. <laughs> Let's see. So we talked about this week, and uh, I mentioned the Pisces full moon on September 1st. So, yeah, the, when the full moon in Pisces, that'll be a, a push-pull struggle between Virgo and Pisces. Virgo is all about detail, being organized, getting things done right. And Pisces is more like not caring about any of that stuff and not wanting to be uh, categorized and have all these restrictions put upon it. Piscean energy is more of a just creative flow, which drives Virgo nuts because they can't control it. 
And then Pisces energy, in a way, you know, could try to be a little more organized at times, too. So that'll be kind of the struggle there. So anyway, when the moon is in Pisces, or actually anytime there's an opposition like that, a sun-moon opposition like that, I find the moon tends to win those fights. So... If things are not going your way Tuesday, Wednesday, in terms of being able to just put that round peg in the round hole or whatever the thing is, uh, it's okay. It's going to blow over. That's just the Pisces moon having fun and, and maybe also telling you to take a break, to just sit back and say, oh, am I taking myself a little too seriously here? Does this particular project need to be get uh, need to get done today? Hey, if you're on deadline, it needs to get done. Don't get me wrong. But if you're not on deadline, maybe just, you know, crack open a beer and watch Cobra Kai. <laughs> And then later in the week on, what we got here? Thursday, September 3rd. Oh, this will be fun. Thursday, September 3rd, the moon is going into Aries. And as we know, Aries is a fire sign. It's very fiery, assertive energy, me first energy. And the moon will be in Aries. And this coming weekend, Labor Day weekend, the moon's going to be squaring off with Jupiter, Pluto and Saturn. The moon is just going to be squaring everything. And as we know, anytime two planets form a square, it's uh, it creates friction and tension and uh, just nutty stuff can happen. And, and Aries is impatient energy. So with the moon being in Aries going up against the heavy hitters like Pluto and Saturn who have no sense of humor... I don't know, Labor Day weekend could be a little stressful. Hopefully it isn't. Hopefully whatever you're doing, you just have a nice, chill, relaxing weekend. But as far as the planets are looking for Labor Day weekend, it's looking a little blah. So try not to get in any major family arguments if you can avoid it. And if you can't, hey, it was just it was meant to happen. Um, so I guess that's about it. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. enjoy, you know, happy full moon. I love full moons. That's happening on Tuesday. If you have something to release, let go of, even if it's just like negative thoughts, negativity, just let go of it on September 1st, even for a day. That's my, my only advice there, but we love you and we'll see you in a week or so. Yeah, we can start that letting go process. Let's all just maybe take a deep inhale, exhale. Ready? Let's all inhale through the nose. Hold it there, and then very slowly release. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. 